Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mark Thompson. Get woke. God bless you. Get woke. Folks, MIP is now COVID free, meaning free to all subscribers as we navigate this pandemic. We're thinking about everyone and we've got to get through this together. So for a limited time, no fee to subscribe to make it plain on your favorite podcast app. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest is a journalist, commentator, human rights advocate, and an adjunct instructor at the Rutgers University School of Communication and information based in Philadelphia. He's a contributor to the Grio, the Atlanta Black Star, the Progressive, CNN.com, Morpheus Newsworks, and the Huffington Post. He also blogs at his own website, davidalove.com. Today, it is in his capacity as executive editor at blackcommentator.com that he joins us. He is our black commentator with the cover story we'll discuss, Get Back to Work, is the clarion call of white Christian nationalism. David A. Love joins us once again on Make a Plain. My brother, how are you and how are you and your family faring in this pandemic? My brother, it is good to talk to you. I am well, family is well. You know, we're trying to make the most out of this uh, situation. Uh, definitely trying to accentuate the po- positive. And, um, you know, the important thing is that uh, we are all healthy. Um, you know, as I was saying, my uh, I worry about my mother who is living in Queens, yeah, yeah. Uh, in New York, you know, in, in the middle of the storm as, as, as you are, you know, mm-hmm. very 
well aware and um but she's doing well and um you know uh under this new normal if we could call it that i guess it's just a matter of taking it from one day to the next yeah yeah well god bless your mother and your family we'll continue to pray you know it's a funny thing just how this changes everything when you were telling me about your mom and her being up here so close to me when someone tells you something like that, your instinct is to say, was well, anything I can do for? And I th but you can't say, even say that now because we can't even be around each other. So it's like we can't even go, go to places and, and help people. So this is a whole nother thing. Um, and it would be, and, and that's the topic of your piece today, it would be further exacerbated um, by the ending of a lot of these lockdowns which a lot of these, as you say, white Christian nationalists want to do. Get back to work is their spiritual rallying cry, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It sure is. It sure is. I mean, you know, on the one hand, we are witnessing something completely new. But on the other hand, we're looking at an age-old problem of white supremacy, racism, greed, throw in some ignorance and incompetence and look at what you have. But yeah, um, in a way, you know, it's shocking, but then it shouldn't be when you have Trump, who is basically saying that we are all warriors now, warriors in the <laughs> midst of this pandemic. Um, basically saying, you know, you, we have to man up and go out into the green cloud of disease for the sake of the economy. Now, if this had been some other country, you know, you, you can look at the UK, Germany, various other countries that are giving people a universal basic income for the duration of this pandemic, uh, in some cases paying 100%, 90%, 80% of people's wages, Spain is going even a step further and they are going to make a universal basic income permanent. Um, and you know, this country, the wealthiest country on earth, we could do that if we wanted to, but there's a problem. The problem is that if they were to have everybody stay at home and pay everybody to basically stay home, right. then that would be a very big problem because it, it, would, it would expose the system of capitalism, the exploitative system that we're living under you know, then all of a sudden people realize, open their eyes, you know, how, why have we been living this way for all these years? So they can't do that. It's the humane, it's the sensible thing to do. But Trump and these hillbilly governors, they've decided, you know, we, we can't have more of this. Y'all got to go out there so we can make our money. So that's why they are insisting that, you know, the 
emergency workers, the 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 so-called heroes, the um, the people working in the meat processing plants, all of these folks who are disproportionately black and Latinx, got to make sure that they stay at work. Doesn't matter if they are working under situations where their lives are at stake. So they make them go to work and say, oh, well, you know, they're disproportionately dying. They, you know, it's their fault. They don't take care of themselves. Um, it was one state, I believe it was Iowa or somewhere, where they said, well, you know, those, um, those workers in the meat processing plants, they got it from their homes, you know, because of their lifestyle that they live. That's their thing. So right. that's their fault. Well, one of the governors even said out there that the, the meat, uh, first, the meat processing plant weren't like regular people. Yes, that's right. I, I saw that. I think uh, it was Wisconsin where they were talking about some things about that as well. No, it, was, it wasn't the government. It was one of the Supreme Court justices in that. Right. What it was, yeah. yeah. Right, but you know, they were all thinking that. They are all thinking that anyway. But yeah, it's almost to make it look as if these are different people, different from the rest of us, mm -hmm. us meaning, you know, regular Christian white supremacist folks. <laughs> um <laughs> not us but <laughs> them that, that's their mindset um so yeah they're different anyway you know they're biologically different they are expendable they're inferior so yeah throw them out to the wolves or throw them out to the rona as it were hmm. and you know that's the way it goes and when you think about it yeah you know looking at the history of this country you know, even though we haven't seen this particular type of circumstance, it, it it's kind of like, you know, the, the point I was trying to make in my in my piece is that, you know, y'all got to go to work. That's the clarion call of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they didn't care if um, on the plantation that black folks were dying in the fields, you know, if a pregnant black woman is working in the field, she dies, then, you know, uh, gives birth to the, to, the, to the baby in the field and she dies, the baby lives. So what? Yeah. They're because, not. you know, Mass is still gonna be making his money. Mm -hmm. The whole, you know, slavery, agrarian industrial complex was still making its money wall street was still was still making its money all the investors they were still making their money because the death is baked into the cake yeah you know you know you you, you look at the 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 whole slave trade the transatlantic slave trade the fact is that you know for every 100 black people African people who made it across the Middle Passage under circumstances that we can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. There were 40 who didn't either wound up in the bottom of the Atlantic and their souls still there, 
or they didn't even make it to the ship and suffered, succumbed right. to, to all sorts of circumstances in the dungeons waiting to get on the ship on the coast of West, Af West Africa. But the fact of the matter is, even though millions of African people died, there were a lot of profits to be made because it was built into the system. It was baked in the cake. Right. Death was, I wouldn't even say that, that death was coincidental. It was intentional. Millions of Native Americans killed, murdered, you know, mass genocide in order to clear the land for the railroads and for the corporations, for the white colonial settlers. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the NAACP's hashtag in, in the wake of Ahmaud Arbery, is death is we done dying. And our capitalist system, as you say, has been so linked to our death. And even the white folks who died in it, as you and I discussed yesterday, were just collateral damage. So you go back to the Middle Passage. That was not a pleasant trip, even for the white folks on the trip. Being on a ship for months, surviving storms, illnesses, disease, starvation, and the occasional times this happened, it's not documented because they'll never want us to know it. Brothers like you and me, which we would have done back then, went up, escaped, got to the hull of the ship, and kill all the white folks on the ship. That's what you and I would have done, right? So, <laughs> you know, they would have had to kill us to stop us. I'm, I'm just saying that. I mean, I'm just being real with you. So, um, they don't care even if some white folks die because the capitalism, capitalism and death are synonymous. Now, oh, Mark is, is, is talking about socialism and he's a communist. Well, whatever. I'm not even saying that. I'm not clear on what I am right now, you know, because there, there are imperfections in all of it. Um, I mean, socialism and communism don't work if that's still only for a certain number of people. What's, what was social security for us? Nothing. That didn't include us. And that's as about as socialist as you get in America. So if you don't have justice with your economic system, racial justice, the economic system don't even matter. But you're right, man. Uh, uh, and, and, and then this, this listen, man, you, 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 you pull a lot of triggers because you're right. If people were really cared for the way they are in other countries, where there's not even a debate, people say, wait a minute. And I think they know that. They would have to continue it. For example, if, you, if, if people could still be paid while they're home, why couldn't people also receive universal health care? Uh, I had a guest on uh, the other day talking about paid leave and the resistance to that even. Why? I mean, what, and, and then, but, but at the end of the day, I, I think the problem here is, David, if everybody's dying, then who are the workers you're going to have left? Pretty soon you're going to start shouting, get back to work. 
and ain't nobody going to be around. Ain't nobody going to be left. So to me, that's also the inherent stupidity in white supremacy. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a maniacal and diabolical and satanic as, aspect of it. But there's also an inherently ignorant and stupid aspect of it. You know, for example, if you the president, President Love, let's say you want to be like Trump, not that you will, but let's say hypothetically, Mark, I ain't doing nothing for none of these people. Well, guess what, President Love? A lot of people died. If you help them and test them and trace them and get them back on their feet, they might vote for you to be reelected. You know, you track more with honey <laughs> than you do with vinegar. But that's the stupidity. I don't, you know, I don't care. You know, I don't care. I'm not going to do what's right, even if doing what's right makes me look better. That's a, that's a hell of a deduction for somebody to make. I'm going to deliberately do something evil and wrong that's going to cost people their lives, even though it won't even help me. And then that's the power of capitalism. The commodification, isn't it, David, of humanity and lives as capital itself. That's why corporations are people. So corporations are people, then real people really don't matter anyway. But it's all about commodification. You don't mean nothing. I need you working over here in this plant or whatever it is I need you doing to produce something but then it doesn't go to the next logical question. But if you don't have consumers, we're a consumer-based economy. This is not an economy of people uh, uh, with, with stocks. Everybody in the country got stocks, right? We aren't making money off our money. So you need me to stay healthy and alive to buy the, the stuff <laughs> you, you produce it, right? But if I'm sticking in the hospital on a ventilator, what am I gonna buy? I don't. I, it's it's. But that's that's the that's the sickness of it. I'm gonna beat my slaves to death, even though that's a body they could still pick some cotton for me. I'm saying though, you're right. Um, it's really something because you know. Well, first of all the whole thing with capitalism, this pandemic is showing people that, yeah, you really do need folks to keep this whole thing running. You know, they, for a while there, they were thinking, oh, it's just about the investors. You know, it's the, it's the billionaires that are running the show. That's all you need. But what they realize is that if you don't have people actually doing stuff or buying stuff, the whole thing falls apart. Right. And then you throw in the white supremacy because, um, you know, white supremacy, the end result is always death. Mm. And they are so not only greedy, but they're so racist that they can't even do the right thing. They have decided that it is a choice between the health of the people and the health of their economy. Mm -hmm. 
And they have also decided that this is a perfect opportunity for Stephen Miller and all the rest of the white nationalists to ram in all sorts of right. crazy, unhinged, fascist policies that they can because, you know, even though we didn't know that this is how it was going to go down with this coronavirus, no one could have, I mean, obviously at some point or other, there was going to be some sort of pandemic, but I mean, in the short term, we didn't know this was going to go down. But what we did know is that this president, based on his greed, based on his uh, racism, and also mental instability, and also with all the fools he has rolling with him, we knew something was going to happen at some point mm -hmm. where lives were going to be at stake. And when he put those babies in the cages, that's when we knew that he was liable to do anything. And so, yeah, you know, there is no question that some or many Trump supporters are going to go down in all this, um, even though, you know, we are disproportionately suffering in the end mm -hmm. you know trump supporters they're going to go down as well um whether they know it or not <laughs> but you know but white supremacy it, it they've always sacrificed their own for the good of the team it was always like that. And you look at the Civil War, where thousands upon thousands of poor white folks, poor white men died so that the slate, the system of, of slavery could continue so that the labor of poor white men would be rendered obsolete. But the bottom line, though, is that they decided, well, yeah, I'm poor. You know, I only have a couple of pennies in my pocket, but at least I'm not black. And guess what? I was deputized. I was deputized to go hunt down those mm, and kill them if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Which just happened in Georgia. That's right. That's right. Because white people are still deputized to kill black people. And they might be dirt poor, but they know at least they're not black. And I think that that's some of the dynamics you're seeing with this coronavirus, because nobody's going to tell white folks what they can or can't do. You know, those were Dr. King's exact words on the steps of Montgomery State Capitol. Eating, they, when, their, when their stomachs were bloated because they could no longer provide food, working class whites ate Jim Crow. A psychological bird that told them that at least I'm better off than the black. So again, get back to work, protesting. I ask you again, David, how well were they doing before the pandemic? 
I mean, that's the thing I don't get. You still struggling hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck. You gonna die to get back to that. Mm-hmm. Again, that's the stupidity. What? When does it occur to you? How many? I mean, how it, it, it shows you how things are transgenerational culturally. So you still have not understood over hundred years after the Civil War that you are doing as bad as black men. <laughs> you working class ain't got nothing. Yes. That's a hell of a thing when you can convince people transgenerationally. I ain't doing as bad as they are. I ain't doing bad as they are. I ain't doing bad as they are. Uh, yeah, you don't have no money either. You don't have no health care. You don't have no ventilators. You don't have no tests. You're doing a little bit worse than us in the, in the sense that you don't have no teeth. We got teeth. Hello. So, yes. (laughs) So, so, I mean, when do you realize, unless, as we know, let's be honest, some of them get getting paid a little, some dimes to go out here and protest in the first place. Yes. But see, even that, they probably got sense enough to say, well, now, if you want me to do that, you got to pay, you got to give me six months rent up front because I can't pay the rent no more with no job. So put at least six months to a year on the rent, then maybe we can have a conversation. But I bet they don't even have a sense to here. Take a hundred dollars, going out here with some Confederate flags. <laughs> and the police probably made in, made in China. They're made in Confederate China. Confederate flags <laughs> made in China. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then let me go out here and confront the police, and hope the police don't treat me like black people. Mm-hmm. You get shot by the police. You know, not that they're gonna shoot one of you, white people can't handle no funeral. I mean, so I, I don't, it, it's, it's really the, the, the desperation. It, it shows you the obsession with white supremacy. You mentioned earlier, get back to work, man up, toughen up, take your licks. Michael Flynn got to take his licks. He got, to, he don't have to take his. He pled guilty. He admitted what he did. Oh man, you good. You ain't, you ain't got nothing to worry about. This is what I'm going to do. Because I got, um, actually have the, I want people just to hear this, just to amplify for our hearing. The clip of um, the Wisconsin judge who um, said what she said. And, and, and everybody ought to, ought to hear and appreciate this. This, the judge's name, uh, this is uh, from AmericanIndependent.com, Patience Roggensack. That's her name, Patience. And the Wisconsin Assistant Attorney General, uh, Colin Roth, is making an argument. Um, and so I want people to hear what this judge actually, uh, what she actually said. Let's see if we, can, if we can hear this. This is in Brown County in the span of two weeks surged over tenfold from 60 to almost 800. That's two weeks that that would be required for emergency rulemaking. So, were, you know, look. Due to the meatpacking, though, that's where the Brown County got the flare. It wasn't just the regular folks in Brown County. Well, I understand that, Your Honor, but the point I'm trying to make it, is. It wasn't just. Could you hear that, David? Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't just the, the regular folk in Brown County. Now, we know a lot of these meatpackers are people of color. Yes. Wait a minute, though, David. Hmm. I want folk in meatpacking situations where everybody's catching COVID, handling my meat, and I'm supposed to go buy that meat and eat it. Look at the meatpacking plants. 
prisons, veterans' homes, nursing homes, all this disease flowing around. And then they're going to make you believe, oh, well, you know, that was just in the plant, as if that's somehow separated from the rest of the country, as if these workers just stay in that plant and don't come out, interact with the rest of society. The fact of the matter is, is that they are trying to sweep all this under the rug. And these states that are in denial over all this, I think, you know, we come back in a week or two and you know, they're already hot spots, but it's gonna get far worse, far worse in these states. It is, it certainly is. Folks, uh, this is my friend David A. Love with the beautiful family. Uh, keep them in your prayers as we all continue to pray for us all uh, at this hour. His latest on the cover, blackcommentator.com, the cover story. Uh, do check it out. David always doing great work. Get back to work is the clarion <laughs> call of white net. Get back to work. Back that, to work. That, that sounds like the, the, the field, the plantation. Get back to work. It is. <laughs> Get back to work. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris has introduced legislation to do what other countries are doing. We'll, you know, we know Mitch McConnell ain't going to have that. But, but I mean, but they, they can't do math. If I, if I'm Mitch McConnell and I start providing people with a universal basic income through this period, I might get reelected in Kentucky. Right now, there's no guarantee I'm gonna get reelected. So math, 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 that's, that's what, <laughs> that's when, as your, to your point, David, the white supremacy means more than anything. And the death that comes with it means more than anything. I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be interviewing you and you got me going off. All right. Uh, as usual, blackcommentator.com. Uh, if David was on with us every day, y'all, I don't know what y'all do with me because oh. <laughs> he just enables me to cut up. Uh, uh, it's like it's like pouring uh, <laughs> gas on fire. Uh, there you go. <laughs> he's, uh, I appreciate it, though. I, I, I need that every now and then. Brother, thank hey, you. Man, I, I appreciate you, man. All right. All right. Thank you, David. A love. God, you are our refuge. Send our ancestors to guard our doors. Cast out this virus from our communities and our bodies. Heal, bless, and protect everyone listening and their loved ones. If all minds are clear, it has been made plain. Thank you for listening to Make It Plain and Get Woke. Remember to listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If all minds are clear, it has been Made Plain.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.